Turn in your Bibles to the book of Ephesians again. and We're going to be reading in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 14 tonight. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 14. Now I realize that these individual verses don't mean a whole lot by themselves, but... You know, I've already read the whole group and then, you know, you can also go read it yourself to put it all together. But uh, verse 14 is what I really want to focus on. It says, Stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness. So tonight I want to focus on truth and righteousness. You know, truthfulness is something today that is not nearly as uh, important as it used to be. Truthfulness is something that uh, has kind of went by the wayside for a lot of people. And, you know, there was a time that uh, a man's word meant something. When somebody said they're going to do it, you could count on they were going to do it. And and that's just not the way it is today. When somebody tells you something, that it really don't matter. They, they may do whatever they want to do after that. A lot of times people will tell you something just to get you off their back. But you know, the Word of God doesn't change. The Word tells us there's nothing new under the sun. It also tells us that, that God is the same yesterday and today and forever. So we need to build our life around godly principles. It doesn't matter what the world is doing or, or people that we know how they act. It matters how God would have us to act. It matters what kind of principles we put in place in our life based upon how way He would have us do it. So this Scripture tells us that we should, as part of our armor of God, this spiritual armor, we should have our loins girt about with truth. Now this, this truth, and I want you to notice, I'm going to kind of talk about some of the characteristics of this armor tonight. I want you to notice that truth... Is, is what they used as a girdle. This girdle that they had, is it not only bound them up and, uh, and provided support and strength to the individual wearing it, but it was also a basis of support for the rest of the armor. And I want you to notice that the truth was not something to keep at arm's length. It was something to keep close to you. Now that's, that is significant right there. I want you to understand what I'm talking about. <clears throat> you know, there's a, have you ever heard anybody say, well, I didn't lie, I just didn't tell the whole truth. You know, you, you basically lie on, a, on omission. You, you just didn't tell them everything. You know, that's what I mean by truth is not something to be kept at arm's length. It's not something you wear on your sleeve and just kind of, you know, but based on the things I'm saying, I'm being truthful when in all actuality you're being deceptive because you're not telling the whole story. Amen. Truth is something we should keep close to us. It's something that we should base the rest of everything that we are on. Amen. I want to tell you something about truth. You know, when when you've got something in your life... That's not truthful. 
you open a door for Satan to attack you. When we depart from the truth, that gives him an opportunity. He can only attack us in that area when there's something deceptive about us. You know, when have you ever been accused of something you didn't do and you weren't concerned about it? Because you knew you were totally in the clear. You hadn't lied about anything in any way. You weren't trying to cover up anything. So there wasn't any reason for you to be concerned because you knew you had been truthful in the whole area. Whatever the thing was. That's a good feeling, isn't it? It's the same way in our spiritual life. When when we know we have held the truth close to us and we're not trying to deceive anybody, we're, we're being upfront and honest, we don't have to worry about any accusation Satan brings against us. You know, I was listening to a preacher tonight and he said that Satan is always at the throne of God making accusations against us. Now you know, it's a bad thing when those accusations have some weight to them. When they actually are true. When they mean something. But you know, when we live a life of truth, we don't have to worry about what He's telling God. You know, God knows what's true. And when we are living in truth, we can be confident. Now that girdle is what supported the armor, like I told you all ago. But I want you to understand that when you put that girdle on, yeah, it may be a little confining, but think about somebody that has to wear a back brace. Why do they do that? Because it's, it provides support. It provides... When, the, when you have something to push against, it gives strength to your muscles. It gives you some means of a foundation. And when we put on that girdle of truth, it, it does the same thing for us. It gives us something to push against. It gives us a source of strength and power. It gives us some support. We need to do all that we can to hold on to the truth. You know, there's, a, there's going to come a day in time, and I'm going to read you a Scripture here in a minute, that truth may be the only thing that separates us from the world. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 3 says, For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. They shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. So like I said, there may come a time when that's the only thing that separates us from the world. Now this is also talking about righteousness and having on the breastplate of righteousness. Now why why do you think Paul compared righteousness to a breastplate? What is a breastplate? A breastplate was the armor that went basically from their neck to their hips. And you know, most of the time it was metal of some sort. And when it was put on properly, when there wasn't any kind of uh, problems with it, there wasn't any piece of it missing. It was it was all put on 
the right way. And it was supported by that girdle. It was impenetrable. That breastplate of righteousness is something that covers your vital organs. It, it covers the very thing that keeps you alive. That righteousness is, you know, truth is part of righteousness. But that's not all of what makes up righteousness. Righteousness is, is being in obedience to God's law. Living your life in a way that is above reproach. Now, like I said, truth is part of that. But it's not all of it. <clears throat> when we're righteous, we aren't susceptible to the attacks of Satan. <clears throat> you know, we need to make sure that we need to make sure that this breastplate we're putting on every day is in good working order. Now, what does that mean? You know, sometimes we have to examine ourselves. You know, we may rock along thinking we're righteous, and then before you know it, that that breastplate we're putting on has developed some flaws in it. You know, you can't just... It's just like buying a car. You go buy a brand new car, and it may run fine for a year or two, but if you don't do any maintenance on it, it's going to develop problems. That breastplate we put on listen this is your line of defense yeah you've got the shield of faith to keep people at you but when they come in close that's the only thing protecting you we've got to make sure that that righteousness is up to snuff make sure listen we develop flaws as we grow in this life as we go by time goes by we we develop other bad habits and characteristics we need to examine ourselves regularly and find out is there any flaws in my breastplate of righteousness is there something i'm not doing right and you know <clears throat> just as all of y'all know i'm not perfect and i probably y'all aren't either you know there there is always something we need to be working on. There's always something that that makes me a little less than than I ought to be. So this righteousness, you know, isn't always just about us, but because we're covered with the blood, we take on the righteousness of God. But when we allow other things to get in the way, it can hinder that. Now this breastplate, you know, like I said, when you when you're in battle and people you, you get up fight y'all ever watched a movie called Braveheart? Man, that is one of the just craziest fighting movies I've ever seen. With them swinging them swords around, I just can't imagine being in that kind of a a battle. I, th- that's just a totally different type of people than what we have today. But can you imagine being in that situation and and not having on some armor? It's, it's, you're not going to be very confident walking up to somebody else swinging a sword at you, are you? Because the first thing I'm going to be thinking is, I need to be ducking and dodging, trying my best not to get hit, because there ain't nothing standing between me and his sword. 
But when you've got a breastplate of righteousness on, and it's, it's held up by this girdle of truth, you can be confident. Listen, you can go into battle with Satan saying, look, Satan, you ain't got nothing on me. And you know what? There's something between me and you. And I've already examined it. There ain't no flaws in my armor because it's a righteous, holy armor. It's, it's something given to me by God. It's, it's, it's better than I am. When you can go into battle confidently, you're a whole lot more effective, aren't you? You know, we talked about that a couple weeks ago, about the sword of the Spirit. But when you, when you can fight knowing that you won't be hurt, it ain't just about that offensive weapon. It ain't just about how much damage you can inflict on somebody else. When you know you can go into battle and not be hurt yourself... Because you've been truthful. Because you've been obedient to God's law. Because no, it doesn't matter what Satan stands before God and tells about you. God knows what's true. He knows, he knows how you've been living. He knows how, how holy you have been. It don't matter then. Because you know what you've done. You know who you are in Christ. You know who... Who you know what happens when the at the end of the day when you put your head on the pillow and you can rest easy because you've lived a holy life. You can go into battle then. You ain't got to worry about what Satan brings at you. If there's all kinds of holes in your armor, though, you're not going to be as quick to jump in the fight, are you? Because listen. There's been times in my life that I've had secrets that I didn't want anybody to know. I think all of us can probably identify with that. At some point in your life, you've had something that you didn't want somebody to find out. It's hard to be around that person, ain't it? It's hard to be around somebody that you're trying to keep something from. It's hard to live a holy life, righteous life, a victorious kind of life when you've got something hidden deep inside that that Satan is just constantly beating you up over. You know, there was a time when God gave me this phrase. He said, bring it into the light. And what God told me through that is when you bring... Whatever it is, out into the open. Where everybody knows about it. Now I don't suggest doing this unless you have already been forgiven. Unless you're ready to make a change. But when you bring it out into the light, it's exposed. The only time Satan can attack you on something legitimately is when it's in the dark. Because that's where he... That's where he does all his business is in the dark. You bring it into the light, he don't have any grip on you anymore. Now when you've got that armor, and you've already checked it out, you know, listen, there ain't nothing between me and God. There ain't no enmity as the Word calls it. There's no division 
between me and God because I've confessed my sin, I've brought it out into the light, and I've, I've been forgiven for it, and I'm living the kind of life I ought to live. Satan may make an accusation here and there, but he, he can't say anything that carries any weight. When he, when he stands before God and says, God, did you see what he did? He's going, yeah, I saw what he did, but it's been forgiven. What are you talking about? I don't even remember now. Because it's covered in the blood. That's the kind of life we ought to be look, li- living for. You know, this, this whole armor of God, you can come up with all kinds of analogies for what Paul wrote down here. But there's a reason why he wrote it. You know, these are... A lot of time people try to think about this in terms of physical warfare and that if you get up every morning and say, I'm going to put on the whole armor of God, somehow you're going to be protected that day. And I don't know if that's necessarily true. It probably don't hurt anything. But listen, this is more than just putting on this armor to protect yourself. It's more like these are principles that you ought to be living by. These are things that you ought to apply in your life to to further and, and have a deeper relationship with God. Just like we talked about that sword of the Spirit, knowing how to use it, knowing how it should properly be deployed in your life is where it really is effective. Knowing how to how to have truth and righteousness in your life is really what's beneficial. It's not that I'm somehow protected now from Satan. It's because I'm living the way I ought to live. I don't have to worry about Him anymore. So that, that's how this stuff really applies. That's how it's important, is, is changing the way we think and the way we live.